To all my cool cats and cool kittens They try to copy our style so they stay frostbitten You are now tuned to the sounds of CFRE 91.9 FM And on the World Wide Web at CFREradio.com It is your man DM Cool And welcome to The Cool What we doing? Yes, yes, y'all. Tell a friend to tell a friend because we are live on the airwaves of CFRE 91.9 FM if you're on the UTM campus and also on the World Wide Web at CFREradio.com. Once again, this is your man, DM Cool, and welcome to Cool Radio. You already know. Yeah. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody. You better call somebody in D because we have a lot on today's show. Coming up at the 8.15 minute mark, we have fellow YouTuber Shanice Rich in the building. She's going to talk about her YouTube channel, how she got started, and how she's uh, getting a lot of momentum because of it. Also on today's docket, we'll be talking about Will Smith and his uh, argument about racism. We will be talking about the latest signee to Rock Nation, Ottawa's own belly. And also, Erica Badu says that her and Drake are friends what does that mean we're gonna dive deeper into that but before we do that we have another guest who is via call in right now he is no stranger to the show and also he is one half of the voices alongside your yours truly on uh the intro to cool radio ladies and gentlemen i'm talking about the mr rock pop and hip-hop of toronto goliath pa you know whoa goliath how you doing man Yo, 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 you know, whoa, popping, <laughs> partner. Yes, sir, yes, sir. How's everything, man? Everything is good, man, you know. We out here working, so only you can be prosperous, right? As always, as always. Now, it's been quite a while since you've been uh, up here at the CFRE booth, man. It's been almost yeah, a year, man. man. Almost a year. Yeah, almost man. Year. So what, is that year, what has that year brought you since uh, being back at the show? The year has brought a lot of hard work, a lot of uh, learning, you know. We uh, did a lot of the back office stuff, focused more on the record label, mm-hmm. and uh, I've been writing a new mixtape, so I'm going to be releasing that at the beginning of uh, 2016, and then we got a tour planned out, so big things coming. Absolutely, man. Progress is a process indeed. Yes. Um, so uh, let's talk about all the things that you've been working on, apart from the songwriting, man. Um over the last year, your Cap City showdown has been so big that you've also expanded it to Toronto as well. Um, so how much does that mean to you that Cap City is actually getting some shine elsewhere outside of Ottawa? It's, it's crazy, man, because, you know, growing up back home in Ottawa, I always wanted to be able to take that name and do something with it. And the fact that we've had seven sold-out events in Ottawa alone, and it was so big that we can bring it to Toronto and sell the, the very first event that we had. And uh, we got another one set for early 2016. Again, another T-Dot showdown. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the, the support is real, and I'm glad that Toronto, you guys are on board and you're there to support it. Yeah, you know, spread love to T.Way, of course. Right? We don't believe in that screw-face capital BS. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know why you guys say that, because I get love everywhere I go around here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Man. I think uh, that's somewhat of, like, I feel like that should become more of a myth now, the more and more the, the, the city grows, also the culture along so. with it as well. Yeah, yeah. 
I think Drake did a lot of that to get rid of that, you know, because he has a lot of support around here and Absolutely. really opened up the doors and the scene for Toronto hip hop. Yeah, most definitely. Not even just like the the scene for hip hop as far as art is concerned, but like hip hop as a culture. Like you yeah. see him expanding it beyond, you know, the norm. Basically, I mean, perfect example was last night when he had his Drake night for uh, for the Toronto Raptors. Yeah. Everyone came out decked out in OVO gear. Everyone got like their free commemorative T shirts yeah. and other merchandise. He Crazy. even had a little uh, Hotline Bling booth section set up for yeah. everyone to take their little Instagram pictures and stuff like that. Yeah, no, he's he he knows what he's doing. He's and he's doing it right. So I mean, you can't hate on that. Nah, definitely not. Definitely not, man. Um, so apart from all that, you also took part in the um in the T dot festival uh last month actually. So how was that experience? I did, for you? Yeah, so so that was crazy. That was the CUMC, which is a Canadian urban music conference, the largest urban music conference in Canada. Mm-hmm. I had a chance to I was given the opportunity to headline that show along with uh Fido Blanco, JD Air, Carl Wolf. Mm-hmm. And that show was nuts. The whole Dundas Square, right downtown, it was packed all the way to the streets, and um, yeah, we rocked it. We pr- we uh, did the new song, my new single that I released this year a few months ago in the summertime. It's called Island Song, mm-hmm. and it features uh, Juno winner Elaine Little Bit Shepherd on the hook. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a nice little island vibe. The girls really digging it. It was a big song in the summertime. We dropped it around uh, July, and it already has over 26,000 plays on SoundCloud, so it's been really successful, and we're just launching off of that. And we're excited to see what 2016 brings. Absolutely, man. You're just capitalizing off of the progress you've already made, man. So 2016 should be your oyster, if you know what I mean, man. <laughs> yes, sir. It's going to be. Absolutely. So you're not the only individual from Ottawa that's doing it big, man. Um, news broke out this week that yeah. Ottawa veteran Belly just signed a new record deal with the home that Jay-Z built, which was Rock Nation. Yeah. So uh, how, like, what does that mean to you as a fellow Ottawa native that someone from your city has reached those heights? It's crazy because, you know, when I, when I was in high school way back when, um, Belly was already doing his thing and, you know, he was on the radio with Masari and mm-hmm. then Masari blew up really big and Belly was doing his thing and, and you know, hip hop, obviously the pop's going to be bigger, mm-hmm. but he was always, he was always getting it and then he went to the States and was working out there and then, you know, recently hooked up with the EXO on the weekend and all them and now to see him grind for all those years and finally get a deal with rock nation which is probably one of the the better labels to be on especially now at this point because they got all the big artists on there um it's it's great it's great to hear it, it brings more shine to ottawa so that people can start looking at it at the city as well not just toronto itself mm-hmm. so I, I wish him nothing but the best he's i think he's one of the be- best rappers out there period i have all of his mixtapes you know we always support the home team so let's see what he can do for us. Absolutely, man. Uh, not only that, but he's not the first Canadian to be signed to that label. As we do remember, Melanie Fiona was signed to Rock Nation as well uh, just a few years ago. So right. I feel like Jay-Z, his management team, or whomever's in charge of you know scouting, they know that you know something's brewing in not just in Toronto, but in Canada in general. So uh, does that give you more confirmation that you know America is looking towards Canada as its next, next uh, hotbed of hip-hop? I do. I do think that's exactly what's happening. We see a lot of different artists coming out of Toronto. Uh, you know, you got Tory Lanez, John River. All these guys are making an impact now. Um, Classified's getting even bigger, too. He's got uh, a lot of big features on his new album that, that, that he's going to release. So, I mean, all eyes on us right now. we got to capitalize while the door is still wide open. Absolutely. And before we let you go, actually, there's one thing I need to ask you. Um yeah. 
last week Billboard put out their list of top ten greatest rappers of all time. <laughs> and so by you laughing, you came across uh, that. Yeah, I mean, um, who didn't come across that? Yeah, yeah. So I want to know what your take was on that list. If you remember all the artists who were there on the list, I do remember the majority of them. And from what I saw, because you know I like to think of both sides. So the, my first reaction was like, "What is this? It must be a bunch of." Uh, People who don't know anything about hip hop just trying to put the, a list together of their favorite rappers. Yeah. And then I thought, uh, you know what? Maybe they were just looking at the guys who had like wordplay, and you know, because Kendrick was on there, and yeah. I know he, he he deserves to be on there, but at the same time, there's a lot of older cats and a lot of you know veterans and legends who weren't on there who deserve to be on there who are exactly. just as good as Kendrick. So I was like, maybe they're talking to you know more about lyricism and things like that because Tupac wasn't on there and Tupac needs to be on there. Yeah, like, that was just, I think that was probably the most egregious thing yeah, out of that, all of it because exactly. so, many, I mean, uh, so many rappers from today's generation, even like maybe a couple years before, owed their careers to him just off yes. of influence alone. The culture itself just owes, owes it to Tupac, you know? Whether yeah. you like him as an artist or not, he's done a lot for the culture when he was alive and even still to this day when he's dead. So not having him on there, I don't really know what they were thinking. And I seen their reply and it doesn't really make sense. You know, like, nope. like I said, they were saying it was more about, you know, lyricism and he wasn't that lyrical, mm -hmm. but it, you can't say of all time greatest rappers if, and not, and not include him. So exactly. I mean, there are so many things that were egregious with that list, but speaking yeah. of lists, um, in three weeks, actually we will be doing our, uh, our uh, best of uh, for yeah. the year. So I guarantee that you will be a part of that. I will. I will be down at the station, man. I can't wait. Last year was nothing but jokes. It was so fun. It was insane. It was bananas. But this time yeah. we're actually going to have it on video. And just for the people listening at home, we will be counting down top five artists of the year, top five singles, top five albums, and of course, the coveted Wangster of the Year. That's going to that's gonna be a hot one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the wow is always the best. I mean, that's why you're the award-winning show, right? Oh, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate the love, man. Uh, but we do got to let you go, though. So before you go, man, where can the people find you on social media? You can find me at GoliathPod.com, Facebook.com slash GoliathMusic, and Twitter at GoliathPod, same as Instagram. All right, you already know, man. Uh, Pod, as always, it's a blast, and we will see you in three weeks, all right? Yeah, man, thanks for having me, man. It's always good to connect with you, and I'll see you at Big Ticket tomorrow, homie. Yes, absolutely. I'll see you then, man. All right, man, take care. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, that was Goliath Pod, and he will be dropping uh, his single, Island Girl, or Island Song, rather. Uh, we will be playing that right now, actually, as we go into the commercial break. Coming up after the commercial break, we got my main homegirl, Shanice Rich, in the building. She will be talking about her YouTube channel, how she got started, and we will be talking more as the night goes along. So keep it locked. This is Cool Radio, and we will be right back after these messages. Don't you dare miss a beat. You already know. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. You're now tuning to the sounds of CFRE 91.9 FM and also on the World Wide Web at CFREradio.com. It is your man, DM Cool. And welcome back to Cool Radio. Now, as promised, we do have our next guest in the building, in the flesh this time. She is an up-and-coming YouTuber who has a large following and is only hoping to capitalize off of that following. Uh, she does a lot of videos, particularly within the comedy realm, and she'll go into anything about haters to friendship to even relationships as well. So we're going to talk about all that good stuff plus more. Ladies and gentlemen, I am with Shanice Rich. Shanice, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. I'm so happy to be here. Absolutely. <laughs> so uh, how are you doing, man? How are you doing? Like, I was just driving over here like... Like, was it a bit long, traffic jam, all that stuff? 
I'm doing great. There was actually a lot of traffic. I was mm-hmm. stuck in traffic for about 20 minutes, mm-hmm. but I made it. Yes, you did. Absolutely. And you made it on time, especially. Yes. So I can appreciate that. I, I, I don't like lateness, I swear. Like, <laughs> you know, it's bad enough that it's a black stereotype. You know, yeah. we have to, like, fight against that. So I'm just saying, you know, for all, all, all my brothers and sisters out there, especially the Africans, you know, because we do get late a lot. Like, you know, yeah, hold off on the foo-foo and actually get to where you need to go to. All right. So I'm saying. <laughs> but enough of all the pleasures. Let's get right into it. So um, when did you decide that you wanted to become a YouTuber? I actually wanted to be a YouTuber for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually never really had the guts to put myself up, uh, out there until recently, mm-hmm. about six months ago, mm-hmm. where I just said, what the heck, let's just do it. And I just made my first video. Mm-hmm. Um signs she doesn't like you mm-hmm. and it took <laughs> off it has about six thousand views now yeah absolutely and uh, one of the things i like about youtube or just social media in general is that it gives you transparency basically mm-hmm. and you know you'll be watching the video and you'll be listening to what the person's saying and then you'll say to yourself holy crap I went through the exact same experience, which makes one of people, you know, drawing closer as well. So like, yes. I feel like as far as the transparency is concerned on that, on that type of level, I think it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, so as far as YouTube, social media uh, in general, like it's basically become a hub where people get to deliver their opinions. Yes. And it's also like an outlet for like their own voices in general. Mm-hmm. Do you see it more as a good thing or do you see more as a bad thing? I see it as a good thing for me personally mm-hmm. because it's actually helping me like it's providing an outlet for me to pursue my dream of acting okay and getting myself out there and getting known and getting followers so yeah absolutely and when did you want to start pursuing acting actually um i wanted to start by i would say my grade 12 year yeah but i already went to school for something else yeah 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 you decided <laughs> that that's something else ain't gonna cut it so yeah. let's just pursue my dream right now Full steam ahead. Yeah. I respect that. I respect that. I feel like a lot of people are going through that, actually. Mm-hmm. I feel like some people get discouraged from pursuing a, a particular field, especially when it comes to the arts. Yes. Uh, because, definitely. you know, it's it's not lucrative enough or, mm-hmm. you know, or you may not. practical. F- exactly. <laughs> and I feel like in Toronto in particular, I was talking, I always talk to my friend about this. Like, whenever uh, someone says that they have a dream within the arts, whether it's music, whether it's acting yeah. or anything like that, people just look at you and be like, oh, another one, right? Yeah. Like, you become like a statistic <laughs> or a stereotype. It's like, oh, you're just trying to be a rapper. You, you think you're nice. You think you're Jay or whatever, right? Yeah, exactly. But, like, I feel like people will always doubt until they actually see some sort of result and then it's like, yeah. oh, I've been supporting since way back. Like, yes, come on now. <laughs> I see that happening. <laughs> Trust me. It's, it's, it's contagious, man. Yeah. <laughs> but um, one of the best things about YouTube, actually, is like you get to build your audience. And yeah. you were just saying how you have about 6,000 views on that on that one video in yeah. particular. Um, so how has that experience been for you, the ability to build your audience based on your own opinions, essentially? Um, it's been great. Like, it really helps me, like, motivates me to make more videos mm-hmm. and watch the views grow. Like, I'm about 30,000 views in total. There you go. Yeah. Drop your shoulder for that real quick. <laughs> yeah, and I'm really enjoying it. It just makes me feel good and keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, do you ever, like, respond to any people who, like, leave comments under the oh, video or something like that? I respond to every single person. Really? I make sure that e- I do. Even the trolls? Oh, even the trolls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, what, what's been, like, the most hilarious troll comment you've gotten? Um, I think it was a Caravana vlog I did. Okay. And, you know, Caravana, everyone's whining, yeah, dancing. Yeah, yeah. Jump and wave, you know? Yeah. Get and up and dance. Uh, <laughs> a girl commented <laughs> saying that. <laughs> a girl commented saying that um, we're a disgrace to black oh, women because boy. we're shaking our butts yeah. on the video. And mm-hmm. I was just like, 
no, it's part of the culture and we're whining and yeah. yeah. And you can almost tell when it's like an American person commenting yes. because <laughs> and I tell this to people all the time, especially to people outside of the black community. Mm-hmm. Black Canadian culture is totally different from black yes, American culture. I agree. <laughs> and judging by the person who was commenting on your video, it's probably one of those overly religious Tyler Perry yep. Christians, basically, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like exactly. you need to be saved. You know, you're shaking your dairy hair. It's like, no, it's it's called it's called whining. It's yeah. part of the Caribbean culture, which yeah, got introduced into Canada amongst a lot of first and second generation people, but mm-hmm. you don't want to give it that whole entire spiel. I would say probably like the most hilarious one that I've gotten on my page was I was talking about Tristan Thompson, who is a Brampton native. Mm-hmm. I know him, <laughs> and of, I'm, I'm sure you do. You're like Miss Parker. I'm sure you are. <laughs> but uh, we're, I was talking about Tristan Thompson basically um, about like his new deal or whatever, and I mm-hmm. saw a comment under my video saying, "Oh, he's not from Brampton. He's from Toronto. Oh, Get your facts straight." Oh, you know what I did? I actually screenshot a a a map of the GTA and I sent it to him. I was like, "Read this." Yeah. That's all. That's all I said. That's all I need to be said. Yeah. That's why I talked about them in my um, most recent video. The hater video, haters, right? Yeah. The online haters. Those mm-hmm. are the worst. The ones who give you the bad advice. Oh, God. I saw that video today. It was actually pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's keep moving now. So speaking of the videos that you do, like, mm-hmm. you're, you're really into the comedy bit. Yeah. Um, so what is it about comedy that, that, you know, gets the creative juices going? Honestly, it just happened naturally. I just turned on the camera, mm-hmm. talked about some experience that happened in my life like relationships mm-hmm. and friendships and it just turned turned out to be funny mm-hmm. yeah and like do you feel like it's um do you feel like you talk about more about uh experiences that you went through yes. or that other people went through mostly what i went through mm-hmm. um usually like my last two how to get over someone and types of haters they were inspired by most recent events so, yeah, <laughs> yeah just, recent events yeah. <laughs> i get this coin yeah. yeah i had um, some uh Difficulties with that, you yeah. see. <laughs> what had happened was there was a deer, bro. <laughs> life, man. Most definitely, most definitely. Um, so my question is, um, when it comes to relationship topics, do you is is there like normally like a split between like the men and the women who comment on your videos as far as um uh, like what the scenario is and like whatever it is that you're talking about? Um, for I would say science, she doesn't. Well, I would say there's a split. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there definitely is. I get. A lot of guys that comment and girls as well. Word, word. Okay. So my question to you is like, where do you want to take this, um, uh, this, um, I guess, uh, YouTube brand that you've developed? Like, how far do you want to take it? Like, where exactly do you want to take it? Well, I'm hoping that it'll grow more and mm-hmm. that um, that'll be shown more. And, you know, eventually start acting in TV shows mm-hmm. and movies. But, yeah, mm-hmm. so it's just an outlet just to put my face out there okay and uh just random question actually what's mm-hmm. your favorite television show right now scandal scandal right? <laughs> shout out to olivia pope you know that, yeah yo great. i'll say this carrie washington she's been my wife since save the last dance <laughs> really? all right trust me i that was the first time i laid eyes her i was like who really? is that oh trust me i've been on her for a minute like yeah. that's that's like one of my like all-time celebrity crushes i would say it's her and alicia keys like no, no one's yeah. touching those two no one's touching those two. i also like once upon a time i don't know if you heard of that it. i haven't heard of to be honest oh my gosh the storyline's amazing mm-hmm. it's like all the different fairy tales with like a twist and it's okay 
Okay, nice. Me, I don't really watch too many like TV shows because I feel like nothing's really enticing me that much. Mm-hmm. But if someone recommends one, then I'm always down to watch. Like yeah. the latest one I started watching was Power, actually. Oh yeah, I watched. So that. like I've really been into that, and I just thought, okay, Fifty Cent made a TV show, whatever. <laughs> I'll check it out my own time. And then I had people just jump down my throat, was like, no, you need to watch it. You need to watch it. So I'm like, all right. I started watching. I'm like, wow. Okay. I still have season two to watch. Oh, <laughs> I'm behind. Oh, I'm behind. oh, I ooh. Wow, I'll, that's all I got to say about that season. Wow, all right. Wow, that's all I got to say. All Do you right. watch Empire by any chance? No, I've only watched like five episodes of season one. You know what? Don't even, don't even sweat it. Don't even sweat it. It's a very up and down show. I would say, like, I heard. it has good starts, but then it just drops off out of nowhere. I'm yeah. just like, guys, what are you doing? Like, what happened to this part portion of the show? Right? <laughs> yeah. I, I just hate plot holes. Like me being like a TV buff, like when I really want to watch something good, like. Yeah. I need consistency. Yes, exactly. It, it's, a, it's a must. Like, good storytelling will always keep me enthralled. Yeah. But anyways, enough about that. Um, over here around Cool Radio, we like to play some games with the guests, all right? Okay. We like to make them feel comfortable, you know, have them mellow out, relax, let the <laughs> audience at home get an idea of what type of personality we're working with. So, we have two games on the deck. Okay. First game on the deck is entitled Cool or Uncool. <laughs> so... We have a little track playing in the background right now, and this track is from a group by the name of Diggable Planets. They were around during the mid-90s, and they had a big hit called Cool Like That. So, of course, you know, we got to use it in the background, what have you, because yeah. we cool like that. <laughs> now, here are the rules of engagement. I'm going to give you out some scenarios, and you're going to let me know whether they're cool or uncool. And also, feel free to elaborate on any of your answers and what have you, because, you know, the people at home, they're curious. They want to yeah. know, right? So, on that note, let's get things popping. Uh, cool or uncool, Valentine's Day? Cool. I'm all about love. You're all about the love? Even though I've never really uh, shared it with anyone yet. Fair enough, fair I enough. I throw parties. <laughs> that's cool. That's that's definitely cool. Um, I feel like some people get caught up in the hype of Valentine's Day. It's like, oh, why? Well, I got to get my girl something, man. Last year, yeah. I got her this. Now, I got to top that. It's like, oh, I got to this you know hotel or whatever yeah people go crazy they do go crazy i feel like some girls some girls not all not all but some kind of feel entitled to the whining and dining just because of the commercialization of it it's like well my man didn't do this so i'm gonna break up with him no whatever but we'll leave that alone guy because i know i'm gonna get hate mail for that but whatever that's just me um cool or uncool first dates cool cool all right i have a video about awkward first dates. i seen that i seen that it's pretty cool <laughs> And what's uh, your favorite aspect about like a first date? Um, I just say that do something fun so you get to know the person better. Yes. Um, I, I don't really like dinner. It's too boring. Agreed. But that's just me personally. I like yeah. to have fun adventure. Too. Yeah, like I, like, I it's almost kind of cliche at this point. Like yeah. dinner in the movie, let's do it, no right? No movies, please, yeah. no. Exactly, because like, <laughs> how are you gonna connect with that person if you're watching a movie for like two and a half hours, yeah. right? So like, I feel like that's something that you do like once you've kind of like built that yeah. rapport or something like that but as a first Definitely. date like if a girl ever told me let's go to sky zone for like a first date i'm what? like yo i'm down let's do this That's i got my track pants ready <laughs> i got my under armor i got my dry fit let's do this yes. right <laughs> anyways let's keep it moving um getting over breakups cool or uncool cool i told you guys how to do it how to get over someone yeah like yeah a boss. <laughs> like, like a boss <laughs> now how about the process of the the getting over is that it's cool hard. Or yeah it's it's definitely hard. I think yeah. it's always like an uphill battle because mm-hmm. it's like you just spent X 
amount of time with this person for so long. Now it's like you gotta get back to square one and get back to being you. You yeah. know, you gotta get it. You're your usher. You don't have to call mode immediately. Yeah. If you guys just take my tips, you'll be able to bounce back. There you go. You. There you go. Some shameless plugging right there. <laughs> Why not? Why not? All right. Next scenario, we got. Oh, and we were just touching on this not long ago. Haters, mm. cool or uncool? Uncool. Cool. Uncool. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I kind of feel like this generation is like obsessed with having haters. Yeah. Do, you, do you feel that same I way as well? I feel like says they have haters yeah it's to the point where like they feel validated because they, <laughs> it that lets them know that they're doing something right and it's just, like it's kind of sad if you think about it because you should have other things to let you know that you're doing right like the amount yeah. of hits that you're getting the amount of subscribers you're getting that more positivity than negativity exactly there you go uh let's see clingy people oh. <laughs> are you like getting these from my videos or something well i am a journalist i study <laughs> i do my research oh cool oh i can't <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what's what's probably like the most annoying thing that a clinger has like done? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> just wanting to be everywhere where you are. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I just need my space. This person, I'm someone who just needs my space. Yeah. Now, does a clinger apply to someone you're in a relationship with, or like a friend? Um, it could be someone you're in a relationship with. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they're texting you every five seconds, yeah. <laughs> or wanting to know where you are yeah. at all times, yeah. Yeah, it, too much. it can get quite annoying. You know, they might be on the iPhone and be like, find my iPhone feature right yeah. now. Let's find out where Shanice is at. <laughs> Shanice, you told me we're at Popeyes. What are you doing over here? <laughs> yeah, that's good. All right. So we're going to keep it moving now. We have mm-hmm. one more game to play. This one's a mainstay. Everyone plays this game. I just love to hear everyone's like, responses to this. This one right here is entitled, I'd Quit the Game. So with that being said, we're going to drop you just like this. Well, not that one. Wrong, wrong <laughs> job, wrong job. I got so many drops in here. All right, here we go. Um, quit the game. Here we go. Every second, every minute, man, I swear <laughs> that she can get it. All right. So, in the alternate universe, you are the eligible bachelorette. All right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you're wheeling, dealing, jet flying, limousine riding, kiss stealing, all that good stuff. However, there comes a point in everyone's life where you've got to quit the game. Mm-hmm. You got to settle it down. You got to have the kids move into the white home with the white picket fence. Tire swing, apple pie cool on the windowsill, Spud McKenzie, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. If you had to quit the game for one of these two gentlemen that I've handpicked, who would it be for? Oh, gosh. <laughs> would you... <laughs> your reaction. <laughs> your, would you quit the game for Chris Brown? Oh, don't... Or, oh, wow. <laughs> I wasn't even done yet. Not a fan. The next person. I wasn't even done. Not a fan from day one. <laughs> Okay, I mean, okay. Let's 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 revamp it. Let's revamp it. <laughs> rewind. Okay. Is that even a rewind noise? I don't even know. <laughs> Anyways, would you re- would you quit the game for Tyrese or Usher? Oh, Tyrese, tall and handsome. Sure, Sh- Shadis. I just want to let you know that you are the very first woman on the show who has chosen Tyrese. Really? I swear to God. I've had I've used Tyrese maybe like five or six times in the example, and they always go for the other guy. Really? It could have been like Shamar Moore, it could have been like some next dude, but they always leave out Tyrese. I don't know why. And I'm thinking to myself, like, when did he fall off as far as like yeah. a sex symbol? You know what I mean? His music is awesome, and just recently his like face was pulse, he's just so positive, and I yeah. just love his vibe. Yeah. And I love him in Fast and Furious as well. That's always oh, yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone always reverts back to like baby boy or whatever. Jody! Jody! <laughs> You ain't shit, Chowdy. <laughs> but anyways, 
Um, ladies and gentlemen, we have Shanice in the building, and when we come back, we will be discussing the latest and greatest that happened in hip-hop and pop culture, which is Trip Talk. So before we get to that, we have some more Canadian content to get to as usual, and this next one right here comes from my man Jungle King with his latest single, They Don't. So keep it locked. This is Cool Radio. We'll be right back after these messages. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. You're now tuned to the sounds of CFRE 91.9 FM and on the World Wide Web at CFREradio.com. It is your man, DM Cool, And you are now back on Cool Radio. Welcome back to the show, people. We still have Shanice Riches in the building. Say what's hey, up to the people. what up, what up? You already know. And you guys at home already know what time it is. It is time for Trip Talk. That means that we are getting to three topics in three minutes each. And without further ado, let us deliberate on what happened in the week that was. So the first story that we have on deck is with Will Smith. And in an interview... Uh, He said, uh, with the Huffington Post, he said that racism is rare. So we're actually going to get into that quote right now. I found it very interesting that he said that. But anyways, I digress. Let me uh, continue on. He said, and I quote, everybody is prejudiced. Everybody has their life experiences that make them prefer one thing over the other. It makes them prefer blonde hair over a brunette. If you see somebody with dark skin walking down the street, you have a different reaction than you have with someone who is five foot one and white. The word racism implies something worse. The feeling that your race is generally superior. And I have to say, I live with constant prejudice, but racism is actually rare. Someone who thinks their race is superior. So based on that dissertation, so to speak, what's your thoughts on that? Well, I only agree with him that he says, like, prejudice is, like, everyone is prejudiced. Mm -hmm. That is true. Mm -hmm. But racism is rare. I disagree because it is out there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I've experienced it. Mm -hmm. A lot of people have. And, yeah, I I can't. How can you say that? Right, right. (laughs) So... I, I read that the first time. I said to myself, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me bring it back. Let me bring it back. So um, I feel like I had to read that multiple times yeah. to get the gist of what he was saying, basically. Now, uh, the stuff that he said about, about prejudice, completely 100% agree. Yeah. Like, I'm not even questioning that. But racism, you can't say that it's rare, especially if it's still happening today. Like yeah, It hasn't died ever since media. it's been instituted. There's still classism in, in, uh, in a lot of diaspora countries like Brazil mm-hmm. or the Latin Caribbean, for example, who only see you as elite depending on how light your skin is, for example. Yeah. You see the president of the United States currently being berated for his race and also his religion. Mm-hmm. You look at the, the supporters that Donald Trump has on his side, yeah. and they're basically spitting on protesters and ganging up on them as if they're a mob. And of course, with the police brutality that's been happening, well, since forever, but it's been recorded and been shown to the masses for at least the last three years ever since i would say maybe like trayvon martin for example that's been getting like a lot of widespread if if racism wasn't rare then we wouldn't have black lives matter protests all the time right now i can understand if he was saying that racism is rare that like it's rare that he comes across racism Mm -hmm. personally so if you're speaking from a subjective standpoint Mm -hmm. then i can totally understand but there's this thing when it comes to like rich like black celebrities mm-hmm. where they forget that racism even exists. Yeah. Like not with all of them, some of them do though. They they, they kind of forget that because they're rich, they're now successful. Okay. You know, money, mon- the money is talking for them. People want to be their friends because of their net worth and what have you. Yeah. Which is why you got someone as Dutch as Raven saying <laughs> how she wouldn't hire anyone oh, with a gosh. black name. So I don't know, man. Raven's like another story. Yeah, trust me, I. <laughs> 
Listen, we, I have roasted this girl far too many times yeah. for me to even count. So, <laughs> as far as what Will Smith is saying, mm-hmm. I can only hope. And I am saying with, with all this, all the sincerity in my heart, because I'm a big fan of his. I can only hope that he means this from a subjective standpoint in yeah. terms of his own personal experiences. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, if he wasn't the celebrity that he is today, would he have still said that same response? And I sincerely doubt it. What do you say? I doubt it also. Yeah, because not only just being a black person, if you are a minority, mm-hmm. you are going to experience racism. Yep. It could be mm-hmm. it could be obtuse racism, it could be systemic racism. You're gonna you're gonna experience it. We've all have. Like yeah. there's no getting around it. Like I am as dark as the ace of spades. Like there's no <laughs> way that I'm gonna walk into an area and not have people, you know, already have preconceived notions yeah. about me and what have you. But anyways, that's another topic for another day. <laughs> Guys, what do y'all think? Hit me up on Twitter at DM underscore cool or cool underscore radio and let me know what you think. Next on the docket, we have, let's see here, if, as I go into my bag of tricks. Uh, ah, this one we were talking about earlier. So, Canadian rapper Belly has signed a new deal with the house that Jay-Z built, Rock mm-hmm. Nation. So, everyone knows about Belly, man. This guy's been grinding since 2007. He made my college years very fun, if I'll say so myself. Mm-hmm. He's had hits with Loon, Masari, Genuine, Snoop Dogg, the list goes on and on. And after a lot of hard work, he is now being signed to a Rock Nation, which is a major label mm-hmm. in America, as we all know, the home of J. Cole, the home of Melanie Fiona and other great acts as well. Um, so what is your take, Shanice, on the, the recent signing and what this means for the developing urban scene within Canadian music? I'm just really proud of him and I'm happy that he's doing his thing and, you know, putting Canada on the map. Mm hmm. Um, really big big news absolutely <laughs> just almost as big as him man but uh <laughs> it's uh it's a definitely it's definitely big news because yeah. um we often hear about how there's not enough growth in the city or you know we always have to have our stars go to america and yeah. then come back and do this and then we love them after they do that mm-hmm. um so the case is still the same where he had to go to America to kind of get that co-sign, yeah. which is all right because I have no problem with an artist expanding on their borders. Mm-hmm. And keep in mind, like a lot of people, what they like to do, they like to spend, they expand their home front basically and then go elsewhere after that to continue to do that. And he already had the support, I find, because this guy's already getting Juno, Juno Awards mm-hmm. and nominations anyway. And his music was on nonstop rotation on Much Music, the mm-hmm. Much Vibe days. Do you even still have that channel, Much Vibe, or no? Uh, they don't. They don't. don't, 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 don't watch cable. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. That's a good answer. <laughs> but um. Yeah. No. Nah, fair enough. But no. Nah, I'm. I'm definitely happy for him because that's someone who's been grinding for a long time yeah. and that came out of nowhere. Uh, mm-hmm. One thing that I didn't know actually is the fact that this guy actually wrote for the weekend. Yeah. And he wrote like maybe like half of that album I that he came out with. I have to say, I got to experience going to his studio, which is really nice, mm-hmm. and like he works really hard, so. He really deserves it. And yeah. Absolutely. As I always say, man, progress is a process. And that process is definitely paying off dividends for him. So Mm -hmm. good for good for Belly. Um, In your opinion, like as far as the artists that you listen to or artists that you've heard of, whether they're well known around the city or not, like what's like one name that like you would like to see go far? Go far? Yeah. Oh, Bryson Tiller. Bryson Taylor? Is it Tiller? Tiller? Yeah. Okay. I actually, I personally haven't heard of it, heard, heard his music, so... Uh, you haven't heard Don't? I, I haven't. I haven't. If I play it, I'm sure you'll know. Possibly. Possibly. Because I hear, like, so many artists, like, whether they're, like, up and coming or mm-hmm. they're, like, just getting their feet wet, so it's just trying to remember everything, basically. But, you, yeah. Wait, were you only speaking Canadian? Yeah, I'll speak oh, Canadian. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're speaking international now. Oh, yeah. Excusez-moi. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I'm not sure. 
Actually, that's fine. That's totally fine. Um, but yeah, definitely for me, I would say. I mean, Tory Lanez is already doing his thing right now. Yeah. Uh, I'm a fan. I was of, thinking of him, but yeah. I'm, I'm a fan of John River as well, Mississauga native. Uh, he's been uh, on the scene for a couple of years now, so that's another name. Also, um, a boy that we that we were just interviewing, Goliath Pa. He's yeah. also a big name artist in Ottawa, kind of expanding his branch to, to Toronto. So there's a lot of people that I can name off right now. But mm-hmm. if I start forgetting names, then you know people are gonna text me up on the phone. Oh, how come you mention my name though? Like, what do you mean, yeah. B? Like, so uh, no, nah, definitely. I'm just I just want to see not just the Toronto scene, but the Canadian scene just mm-hmm. get a lot more. And I want us to kind of come back to that scene that we were. Back in like the late '90s, when we had Cardinal popping up, Shaq, oh, yeah. Claire, Socrates. I say 2016s our year. Yeah, it has to be. I, I hope it is. Mm-hmm. I definitely hope it is. And the final topic, you know, while we're on the subject of Canadian artists, mm-hmm. uh, Erica Badu uh, recently did an interview saying how she invited Drake over to her home, basically to listen to her Hotline <laughs> Bling cover, and she basically details that her and Drake are now. Friends. He's trying to slide in there. Right, right. How many of us have them? Friends. <laughs> <laughs> so, in a direct, in a direct quote, uh, based off um, the response that she was received from Drake about the Hotline Bling cover, she said, he liked it. We're friends. I don't know how to define that. Kind of like when you have good chemistry with someone, you like the same kind of music, you like the same kind of movies. I think our friendship is a slow burn. There's plenty of time to experiment with music and stuff. Wow. (laughs) Shanice, the floor is yours, my friend. Wow. So clearly she wants him. Mm Mm-hmm. Pretty obvious. So, right. wait, is he not with Serena anymore? Is that old news? Appar- right? <laughs> Apparently, they broke up or something. Like, I, I think it was maybe at that last game that she played at Wimbledon that kind of like, kind of scared her off. No, it wasn't Wimbledon. It was the U.S. Open, I oh. believe. Actually, yeah, because he was at the game clapping for ah, yeah. ah, whatever, right? and then maybe that threw her off her game, and she was like, "Drake, it's over. All right, <laughs> I can't take none of your racket nonsense no more. All right." <laughs> Erica, do your thing. Slide in there. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's funny because like Erica, she's been linked with so many like prolific like lyr- lyrical rappers. I mean, uh-huh. there was Andre three thousand, and she had him like rocking like uh, turbans and everything like really? that. And then there was uh, Common, uh-huh. who inspired him to create one of his best albums, which was like Water for Chocolate. Uh, you remember that video, of The Light? Do, do you one? remember that one, The Light? There are times oh. Wigan. Oh my gosh. Oh, these millennials these days, I tell you. They don't know these. How about anyway? Yeah, do, do you know that something like any, any of your friends? Do you, do you know that something? No. Oh my God. Jeez Louise, what is happening? This, this generation, I tell you, with, with their MTV and stuff like that. Right. <laughs> but uh, no, nah, no. Nah, but she inspired him to create like a lot of creative, uh, a lot of creative pieces over the years. Mm-hmm. She's recently, last I heard, she was recently with uh, Jay Electronica, who's like another up-and-coming art well i can't even say up-and-coming because this guy's been around for quite some time he's actually on rock nation as well believe mm-hmm. it or not so you know and there are there's also rumors about her being with kendrick lamar as well so wow she's I, just getting out there. that i don't know <laughs> I, I you know there's something about that that erica baduism that has everyone just you know just kind of clinging on for more and more you know so um yeah. we'll see we'll see if drake <laughs> is the uh the next uh I don't want to say victim, but uh, if that inspires him the to next make friend, the, yeah, hey, there you see, there you go. You already, you already know what it is. The next <laughs> friend, <laughs> we'll see how that develops, though. But um, yeah, definitely, you know, if Erica's giving Drake yet another co-sign, then that can only mean good things for Drake yeah. in the form of a collaboration, at the very least. I wouldn't mind yeah. hearing their two melodies kind of mesh together. Drake 
doesn't really have that neo soul style, so it would be mm-hmm. kind of interesting to hear the, the the dichotomy between the I think two. It would be cool. I think it would so as well. Yeah. But anyways, um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I think it's time to get old school. Uh, Shanice, oh, are, yes. are you are you ready to get old school? I'm a '90s. All right, there we go. So on that note, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it is time for the Throwback Thur- Thursday track of the day. So without further ado, um, I think it's time to get old school. So uh, let's get it, TBT baby, yeah. And you already know how it is, people. Hit me up on Twitter at DM underscore cool or cool underscore radio. And let me know what you want to listen to for the TBT track of the day. This one, we're not going nice with this. We're going to the mid-2000s. So this record right here came out in 2005, I believe. And I know this because I was in the 11th grade back then. So, yeah, there you go. Um, so this song came out from one from a R&B artist that I find was very underrated. Because she came out around the same time as Beyonce and then Kelly Rowland, Ashanti as well. So she kind of got lost in the shuffle, in my opinion. But this right here... I think it's probably one of her biggest hits. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, this song comes from Amory, and it is called One Thing. So, when we come back, we have the Wankster of the Week coming up, so keep it locked. This is Cool Radio, and we'll be right back after these messages. Yeah. What's going on, people? It's your boy, Femi Lassie, and man, me. It's your man, Bo Pinto, at Bo Pinto. Jay Hood from the Toronto Argos. You are now tuned in. Cool! Cool! Radio 91.9 FM. It's an amazing interview. I had an amazing experience. I had an amazing time. The best radio show experiences I've had ever. Stay tuned for the hottest in news, hip-hop, entertainment, and everything. Every Thursday at 8 p.m. Big shout-out to DM Cool. Good vibes. Love it, man. You're famous. I love it. Yes, yes, y'all. Welcome back to the show. You are now tuning to the sounds of CFRE 91.9 FM and on the World Wide Web at CFREradio.com. It is your man, DM Cool. And welcome back to Cool Radio. I still got my homegirl, Shanice Richards, in the building. Say what's up. Hey, what's up? You already know. And you guys already know at home that it is that time of the show that you have all been waiting for. Who has entered the shallow walls of the Hall of Shame this week? Who has been crowned the captain of Coonery? Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for Wankster of the Week. Now, this week's Wankster of the Week is new to the Wankster Dome. All right, It is her first offense in the Wankster Dome and... A little surprising to say the least because she's been very low key for the most part. But nonetheless, over here at Cool Radio, we do not discriminate. Anyone here can get that wankster. Best believe that. So on that note, this week's wankster of the week is going to former Terror Squad rapper Remy Ma. Now, Remy is getting the wankster because in an interview earlier this week, she proclaimed herself to be the best female rapper of all time. Now, I wondered to myself, why on earth would she make such a boastful and egregious statement, to say the least? I'll tell you why, ladies and gentlemen. She was being interviewed uh, during the season preview for Love and Hip Hop, so that should tell you much right there. <laughs> and she was quoted as saying, mind you, I'm going to paraphrase because I don't have the exact quote in front of me, but she was, uh, par- uh, she was quoted as saying how there's no woman from past generation, current, or future that is better than her. No one can do it like she can. That's basically what she said. So I said to myself, hold on. 
This is the same girl who's still living off of the fame that she got in 2004 for her verse on Lean Back when she outrun Fat Joe, which isn't really much of a feat to begin with in the first place during that era. Secondly, this is this coming from the girl who had a rap album in 2006, I believe, that basically got flopped because it was unashipped. It didn't really sell a whole lot, and the singles weren't really popping. And thirdly, and most egregiously, this is the same girl who shot one of her associates because she was under the impression that her associate stole from her. That wasn't even proven to be fact, but she still did it anyway. And because of that, she got sentenced to multiple years in prison. All right. Now, here's the thing. Now, in regards to the shooting, this is what you have goons for, all right? Those 50 people that you bring up to stage with you when you're performing at the Source Awards, whatever, one of those goons is supposed to take the hit for you so that you can continue on to do have a successful music career while they're doing the prison time because they already got like charges on their record anyway. But no, you have to prove that you're a hood, you're from the Bronx, you're 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 a real ass bitch, whatever these girls are saying these days, and you have to put the head out on someone. I'm not giving you the wankster for that. I'm just giving you the wankster on the simple fact that you feel like you're the best when your body of work does not speak for itself. If I had any guess or estimation, I would say that the people at Billboard who created that top 10 list of all time probably put you up to that in the first place. But you weren't on the list, so who am I to say? But nonetheless, your body of work does not match the words that you're saying, all right? You only have one album to speak of, maybe one mixtape at best, and that still isn't enough to give you that much credence. I'm sorry, but you did not have more impact than Queen Latifah, than Bad Gal Mishimi, or even an MC Lights, all right? You didn't have much more impact than Foxy Brown or even a Lil' Kim, who I'm not even a fan of. And then even if we're going to this generation, you, didn't, you definitely didn't have near the impact of Nicki Minaj. Again, not a fan of, but I got to call a spade for a spade. And you cannot even hold a candle to Missy Misdemeanor Elliott, who, in my opinion, is arguably the best female rapper of all time. The only person I would put maybe even above that or even close to that is my homegirl EVE from the Rough Riders, right? Those are two women that you are definitely not touching, even with the flagpole. So please keep it moving and take 115 seats with your lying ass about (laughs) that, all right? So... In my opinion, no, you're not the best female rapper of all time. In a lot of people's opinions, you're definitely not the best female rapper of all time. You can't even hold a candle to some of the more underground legends like a Gene Gray, for example. And if we're going to take it to the new school, are you really taking? Are you really talking about bars to Nelly Scott? Or even how about Rhapsody? You, no, there's no way that you're talking to those two. But anyways, Remy, you need to create a body of work. That involves more than just mixtapes. You can't be performing the same verse that you've been doing since 2004 from Lean Back. Because I'm sure the kids of this generation don't even remember that. Because some people who are maybe 11 or 12 years old right now, they, they weren't even born when that song came out. So, in the words of the Jigga Man himself, we don't believe you. You need more people. So, on that note, do you deserve this wankster? Of course you do. And on that note... I'm gonna have 50 drop it on you one more time, just like this. Shanice, uh, what are you, what are your thoughts on this? <laughs> um, she's crazy. Uh, love and hip hop is fitting for her. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get it. Rap is a competitive sport mm-hmm. of sorts, and everyone like everyone left and right has, ever, has always called themselves the best, the best ever, the best this, the best that. Mm-hmm. But. I can't consider someone the best when they've had one one album mm-hmm. and it basically flopped. Like it wasn't really a critical success, it wasn't commercial success. If it was like an Illmatic or something like that, like a reasonable doubt, and she's saying she's the best based off of that, mm-hmm. 
I can relatively understand because Lauren Hill's still living off of her success from miseducation of Lauren Hill, even though she hasn't mm-hmm. done jack shit in literally 17 years. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, I, I just can't give her that. I'm yeah. sorry. But nonetheless, we got to keep it moving. Uh, we're just about to finish off. But before we do, uh, Shanice, uh, what plans do you have coming in the future, if any, like more videos or anything yeah. of the sort? I plan to do more videos, more vlogs, mm-hmm. and yeah, pretty much keep it going. <laughs> That's a sub. That's a sub. And where can the people find you on social media? You guys can find me on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter at It's Shanice Rich. That's a sub. You guys better get that straight. Um, ladies and gentlemen, um, First of all, Shanice, thank you for coming through. Thank you, you for having me. You are welcome to come through anytime. <laughs> and I just want to put it out there that I am her first radio interview, so yes. I, I feel famous already. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, ladies and gents, you always can find me on Twitter at DM underscore cool or cool underscore radio if you want to follow the show specifically. And also, you can follow us and subscribe to us on SoundCloud at cool underscore radio where you can catch all the full podcasts of the show f- from February of this year up until now. Next Next year, we will be um, not moving to, but we will be expanding our empire, so to speak, to uh, mm-hmm. iTunes as well. So make sure you uh, stay tuned for that. Also, uh, watch us on YouTube. Subscribe to us, Cool underscore Radio. Like us on Facebook at Cool Radio. All right. So that being said, it is your man, DM Cool. And as always, Cool Radio is a division of Cool Click Media and Entertainment, reminding you each and every day that we are creating our own legacies. Keep it gravy and wavy. We are out of here. Peace.